What are you choosing to create in your life? Are you doing it with awareness? And are you doing it with strength? Are you doing it through fear? And are you possibly doing it because it's something you love? Welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, where we look at the way words, thoughts, feelings, and our surroundings impact us, work with us, and work against us. Looking forward to having you join me. Let's get on with it. Hello everyone. I am so delighted to have Ayana Colden come and join us today. She's an incredible young lady with a vision for the future that is expansive and broad. Welcome Ayana. Mm, thank you Janine. I'm so excited to be here. This is something that we've put on the calendars for a while and I just love connecting to you every time I do. Likewise as well. Iona wasn't joking. We have rescheduled several times due to various things. Iona, please introduce yourself for our audience. Tell them what you do, where you're from, and how you got here. I know mm. how you got here from a physical perspective. I'm talking about from a, a business perspective and a spiritual <laughs> one. Okay, that makes the answer slightly shorter, but probably still long. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, as mentioned, my name is Ayana. I have been trying to sit with a title for my business and for myself that really resonates. And it's not been easy. It started as spiritual life coach, soul purpose coach, facilitator. But really what I've landed with lately, which feels so much like home, is soul purpose channel. I really feel like I am here to support people in reconnecting and remembering their soul purpose in any way that I channel through. May it be through astrology, may it be through coaching, may it be just through conversation. I am here to reconnect and channel through for people as a reminder of, hey, you are here for a purpose. You were born here with a purpose and use me as your mirror to remember who it is that you are. And so my business journey has been one that's changed over time. I've really found that starting a business is like self-development crash course. <laughs> oh, and, that is so true. Right? I was like, if anyone wants to develop themselves or work on themselves, start a business and you will see all of your shadows, your insecurities, but also how strong you are, how willing and committed you are, how far you can get when you put your mind to something. And so that has really been the journey of my business. My business changes as I change and as I evolve. And I love leaving the room for myself and for my audience to do so. So that's a little bit about me. When you said that you love making room, that was just such a beautiful, expansive way of looking at it. That almost as if you're taking your former self out and opening the room and the space for your new self to come in. Please share with us about your podcast and about your new program that you're launching about channeling. Yeah, so I started my podcast. I mean, it launched in July, but I've been working on it since March this year. And really, it feels like a lifetime in the making, but technically started working on it in March. And it's really a podcast where we go into different ways of 
different practices of spirituality and self-development, but the focus is really on bringing the esoteric down to earth. Mm-hmm. I love floating in the ethers. I love every ritual, every spiritual moment and experience. But I also really believe that we are here on this land, on this earth for a 3D experience, and that we can use what is happening in the ethers to improve and really embody it. So I love bringing the esoteric down into the world in practical and tangible ways. And the podcast is really a space in which myself and my co-host just share our experiences, share what we have learned along the way, and really make it practical and usable for the people listening so that every episode they walk away feeling empowered to really start changing their lives if they so wish. And what is the name of your podcast? Lessons and Soul Fashions. How beautiful is that, people? So remember, go and look up Lessons and Soul Fashions. Soul Sessions. It's just Soul Fashions. It's like confessions, but then with the word soul. Soul Fashions. (laughs) Go and find it, people. It's very valuable. I've saved it. Ayana, you also um, downloaded, had a download about a program. And I know when we first spoke about it, you were really, really, um, I dislike the term blown away. So I'm trying to think of a term that is, you were really, really inspired by it. Please share with our listeners what it's about. Yeah, so it's been, it's been an interesting time over this past, I'd say a little bit over a year, I've been doing a practice which I call conscious channeling. The reason I call it conscious channeling is because I believe that we are all channeling every moment of every day, because really channeling is just absorbing energy and we absorb all of the energies all of the time. So with conscious channeling, I'm really referring to us selecting the channel that we are tapping into Mm -hmm. and translating that energy into words or into any other medium that we may select, but really translating energy into our world and into our experience. And so it's almost a little bit inception-y where I was channeling and I was asking, what should I create my next podcast episode about? Because it was my turn to come up with an episode theme. And what I channeled through was that the episode needed to be about channeling. (laughs) And it was beautiful because what came through was you need to talk about exactly what you are doing right now Mm -hmm. to get the answers to your questions. This is what people need to know. This is what you need to share because this practice has been so valuable for you. Now it is your time to share it. So I prepared this episode, completely channeled through, recreated it. It's actually coming out on Thursday, the 22nd of September. So I'm really excited about this one. But it didn't stop there. So it started with the episode, a four-step process to channeling came through. And then my guides asked me to do even more with it, to really guide people through the process, support them in experiencing channel within themselves in a joyful, easeful, but also just an engaging type of workshop format. So that's something that I've created and I will be hosting live sessions on a platform called yip.com. I will send the links to Janine. Thank you. And The first session will be on the 26th of September. I'll be hosting more and more sessions around this topic. They are not recorded. They are just live, really 
beautiful, sacred moments where we get together and tap into channel. And I support you in tapping into your own channel so that you can literally find the answer to anything. I ask channel what I need to eat for dinner. I ask channel at every moment of every day for the most mundane things. And it just created so much ease and flow in my life. And I'm just really, really excited to be sharing this with people. That is beautiful. I know I have shared that on former po uh, previous podcasts where I speak with body and soul. So this is just a next step in the direction of where we're going. Ayana, what brought you to this space? If you had to pick one, is there one event or was it a, a series of several events? What opened you to understanding that we, uh, what you've explained, how we can channel but what brought you to understand that there is something to channel? Mm. It's definitely been a journey of multiple events. However, if I look at what was really the catalyst of my spiritual awakening, which I guess would say is the catalyst of everything that happened afterwards, it was my grandmother's passing mm -hmm. in 2019. She was really a mother to me in every sense of the word. She was really a mother to everyone that knew her. She took in children. She took in people, adults, like everyone saw her as their mother. And so she was such a beautiful and vibrant woman that when she passed away, it rocked my entire world. What I hadn't expected, however, is that when she passed away, I had still felt her presence mm. so clearly. I felt her presence at the funeral while I was comforting people, mm -hmm. even though my grandmother had passed away. I wasn't even crying that much. I was holding and consoling people. And they were mentioning how warm and loving my hugs felt and that I felt just like her. Mm -hmm. And so this was one of my first experiences where the energy of someone else was clearly with me and working through me. Mm -hmm. I didn't fully understand it at the time, but as I continued to feel her energy and others with me and around me, I began to realize that there was just so much more to life than the 3D reality I had been taught. And I also understood that even though I don't know exactly what it is, I'm so willing to explore because I'd never felt so supported as in those moments. Some people might think when they hear this, like, oh, isn't that scary? Is there someone taking over? It was really nothing like that. It was very subtle. Mm. There was no moment where I wasn't conscious or where I wasn't in control. It is really you feel supported, like your loved one is with you mm. and shining within you, but you are there every single step of the way. And yes. yeah. That's so beautiful. People tend to confuse trans channeling with conscious channeling. And um, just to uh, for the audience, Abraham Abraham channels uh, through Esther Hicks. That is uh, trans channeling where you step to one side. You're still there, but somebody else is coming through. So Ayana, I'm just so grateful that you are sharing on conscious channeling. What happened after that? What happened after Your my experiences passed. with my grandmother? I went on what I would call a spiritual 
journey of deep diving into every single modality that I could get my hands on because I really wanted to understand. I wanted to understand what it was that I was experiencing. And I wanted to get really good at it, you know, like mm -hmm. better hack my life through spiritual self-development. I've always been um, very ambitious on my career front. So I really started taking that Capricorn energy of I'm going to approach this step by step and climb up that ladder and be the best meditator or yoga person or channeler. And what I realized over time as I was doing these practices and diving deeper and deeper I realized they didn't care anymore about the result that I was aiming for because I was enjoying every step of the way so much. Mm -hmm. And not only was I enjoying it, I was loving teaching it to my friends and people around me, sharing with them what I had learned with so much passion, joy, and excitement. And I found that I was really, really good at it. And that's how I got into the coaching space. That's how I got into um, being an astrological reader, I also give soul purpose blueprints and readings of people's charts mm -hmm. and really just dove deeper into my own spirituality, which now has led me to consciously channeling and also giving channeled readings for people. Oh, that is so beautiful. So you were saying the catalyst is your, oh, now I need to cough. This is not a good thing. Obviously, there's a truth asking to come out there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so with your grand, you started sharing, you started working. How did people receive you as you began this journey? Were they able to receive you? And were you able to receive yourself? I think that's a big question. I didn't know. I didn't have the vocabulary for what I was experiencing for a very long time. And because I didn't really have the vocabulary for it, I also couldn't share it with people. Mm. So I would describe what was happening where now in my channeled sessions, I have channels speak through me. Mm -hmm. So I always record myself and it just comes through. And when you explain that to someone, it's re it was really hard for them to understand what I meant. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but what what is channeling like who is speaking through you and it isn't until recently that I really came to what is channeling channeling for me is just a natural form of communication yes. that we are all doing at the same time mm -hmm. right now Janine you and I we are channeling each other yes right you are listening to what I'm saying I'm absorbing that and I'm co-creating something new based on what you've said and vice versa we are channeling each mm -hmm. other and so when you realize we are already channeling everything, it's just a question of being selective with what it is that you let come through you. Mm -hmm. That's when it feels a lot less far-fetched. And so as I've been finding the words for it of late, I've been having really good experiences speaking to people about it because I'm able to connect it to the things that they're already doing in their everyday life. And realize this isn't something that is so far-fetched or so out there. You are already channeling. It is just a question of, do you want to consciously tap into something so that you can also co-create and manifest in a direction that you so choose? Mm, that's beautiful. The only, I just would like to add a um, proviso here. People, what I teach my clients and any students I have is to always ask to channel for the highest of good 
the highest of integrity intention and the deepest of love. So the highest of integrity intention, the greatest of good and the deepest of love, because we can get some lower vibrational little um, energetic beings mm. and like causing mischief. How have you experienced, have you ever experienced that, Ayana? And what have you done when you've experienced it, if you've experienced it? <laughs> So the short answer is, yes, I have experienced it. And it was interesting because it wasn't obvious to me. Ah. When I began in my channeled experience, as mentioned, I didn't really have the vocabulary for it. And I didn't have a lot of guidance for it either. I was really just winging it <laughs> and letting whatever felt good come through. And it wasn't until one time I channeled something for a friend. Because I also, you know, sometimes channel would tap through and I would voice record and I would send these messages to my friend. And one time I channeled something for a friend of mine and I sent it. And then after I sent it, I just didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And something felt really off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is it? Why do I feel off? Because there was nothing partic in particularly wrong with the message. The message was really true. Yet it was a message that did not serve her highest good to receive at this time. Mm -hmm. And so even though the message was true, if it's not in someone's highest good to hear it, that is not coming from the highest source. Mm -hmm. And so I felt this weirdness, this ickiness, a little bit of guilt after sending it. And I also messaged her afterwards, like mentioning everything that I felt and basically not retracting the message, but reminding her to just don't worry about it. And that was one of the examples where I found it's really important that I discern what I let through. Yes. Because what actually happened prior to that is I was meeting with another friend and she had given the same friend who I'd given, um, who I had channeled the message for, she had given her a Reiki session. So her ener their energies were still linked. Yes. And so I carried something home with me that day, which is why I had that channeled message. Mm -hmm. But what I carried wasn't for her highest good. It was something that she was actually releasing yes. during the Reiki session. And then it was like, it actually asked me for permission first. It's like, I have a message for Gretel. And I answered yes, because I just, I wanted to be a part of the momentum. They just had a Reiki session. I also, I'm like, now I'm getting a message. We're all in flow, creating this magic together. So I wasn't paying attention when I said yes. I just said yes and opened myself up to channel. Mm -hmm. And so this is where it gets really important. And I also have this in my four-step process is sure, you can ask the question, you can receive an answer, but when you receive the answer, you need to take a moment yes. to feel. Yeah. How does this answer feel before you choose to act upon it, before you choose to do anything else with it? And you can also have this discernment even at the moment that you ask and an energy comes knocking on your door wanting to answer, feel. Yes. Do I feel good? Do I feel expanded? Is my chest contracted or is it open? Is my throat dry or does it feel like there's so much to share right now? Mm -hmm. What is happening in my body? What is happening in my energy? Do I feel nervous? Do I feel calm? Mm -hmm. All of these things can be signs for what is coming through. And now I'm very mindful of who comes knocking on my door, I always check my energy and I'm always reminded I don't need to say yes just because something is there. Please say that again for our audience so they actually hear you. I don't need to say yes 
just because someone is there. Yes. I must say, I've had that experience where I, I now ask, is this for now? Is this for me? Is this for them? And like I mentioned, is it for the highest of good of all? Because I have seen a lot of mischief made by lower vibrational energies with people who actually should have known better. And the thing is, we all human, we all tired, we all might eat something that lowers our blood sugar, and then our brains not as functioning with our heart as it should be. Talking about the heart, where does channeling and the heart connect? Mm -hmm. So what, one of the things that came through for me as I was creating this guide for how to channel is I use two mediums mostly. There are many more. You can do it in whichever way feels good to you. But the mediums that I use are I write and I speak. Mm -hmm. Yes. And my speaking is connected to my throat, my throat chakra. And my hands, which are connected to my arm, which is connected to my chest, is connected to my heart, my heart chakra. So for me, when I channel through my writing, is really when I'm connected to that heart energy, the universal law of rhythm. Yes. Right. And, and so that's and harmony. Exactly. And that's also a beautiful way to be able to discern because your heart is so honest. And this is one of the reasons that I recommend for people to start channeling through writing yes. over speaking because your heart is an easier way to discern what is coming through. That's actually one of the reasons I really, really, as part of Mindset Alchemy and part of personal leadership, I promote um, journaling because that is the beginning of uh, heart-based channeling. Uh, well, that's been my experience. So do you journal? Every day, all of the time, Thanks. in many different formats. So I do, I started with the morning pages a while ago this oh, is a practice from yes julia cameron the artist's way and it's really just stream of consciousness writing and when i first began to do it it was a lot of frustration and anger and things coming out and then over time it became so beautiful and such a ch mm -hmm. i basically started channeling in my morning pages and i also do this thing which is called miracle notes Yes. And this is something that I learned from a book on graphology, the psychology of your writing. Mm -hmm. I think it's called, um, I'll share the name with you afterwards, Change Your Life, Change Your Writing, something along mm -hmm. those lines from Vimala Rogers. And in there, it's speaking about miracle notes, which is that every time something happens that makes you smile, synchronicity you made someone else smile anything that makes you feel good throughout the day write it down mm -hmm. so i have a monthly note on my phone that i keep and i just write them all down and at first it would be one or two notes a day now sometimes i have 20 anywhere between 20 and 50 notes a day mm -hmm. so it's hard to even read them back because there's just so many little miracles and synchronicities that I'm finding and so that's also kind of my gratitude practice is writing down these miracle notes throughout the day so those are really my two main ones now something very interesting that you're saying there the miracle notes lift your energy they lift your vibration and that way it prevents lower vibrational things that are 
are really out to make mischief from connecting. And this is one of the best ways of protecting ourselves is to keep our, our vibrational energy and our harmony with nature much more and with the universe much, much higher because that also prevents those little sneaky things from popping in. So that is such a beautiful tip, Ayana. Thank you very much for bringing that forward. Now, part of mindset alchemy is watching what we say and how we say it. So it was so interesting hearing you say you don't have the vocabulary because for many years I've taught that people are afraid of doing things because they don't have the vocabulary. Mm. So well done on moving forward and developing your vocabulary. Is there anything specific you did to develop your vocabulary? Hmm. I realized that as I began, because the way that I started the channeled writing practice was through morning pages, but also by playing with my dominant and my non-dominant hand. So I would ask the question with my dominant hand and I would answer it with my non-dominant hand, which, you know, was obviously not as easy because <laughs> I never really wrote with my left hand before. So sometimes uh, it would yes. be hard to read. And at some point my dominant hand would take over because they're like, we have a lot to say and this is not going fast enough. <laughs> but really in that practice, I was receiving so many answers. And so when I didn't have the vocabulary for it, I asked. Yes. I asked, what is happening? Say How do that I call again. This? Say that I, again. When I didn't have the vocabulary for it, I asked. Wow. I asked channel and I received not just direct guidance on paper, but I was also guided towards different resources, materials, and people mm -hmm. who could support me in educating and sharing that vocabulary. So it happened very naturally just because I asked. I feel on that note, we should say goodbye because that is the most important thing to ask. Ayana, if there's one thing you could share that you would like people to know at this point in your journey, what would that be? I think what I would love for people to know is that none of this needs to be hard yes. or difficult. Yes, 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 yes. You are your purpose. It's not something outside of yourself. It is not something you need to find or get or receive. It is who you are. And by being fully present with yourself and showing up exactly as you are everywhere you go, that will guide you exactly where you're meant to be. And so this conversation that we're having about conscious channeling and channeling all together, this is just a way for you to deepen your connection with yourself because you are the one giving yourself the answers just from different frequencies and energies. It is all you. We are all one. And you don't need to worry about whether you are good at it or not because you are perfect as you are because you're you. Yes. And that's the point. Ah, Ayana, thank you so much. Where can people find you? They can find me on my website, cosmiccoaching.com or on my Instagram, which is also at cosmiccoaching. 
and everything, all of my information, my courses that I'm hosting, my readings, you will be able to find there. And I will also share everything with Janine for the show notes. Ayana, thank you so, so much. And thank you to everybody who has listened. Please share this because this is very vital information to get out there, especially the part about asking <laughs> and working with our heart-centered. Remember the competition we're running. And uh, people, have a great, grand and glorious day. Ayana, again, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Please remember to share and use the hashtag MindsetAlchemy100. Tag me, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, maybe even Twitter. I would love to have your feedback, so let me know what came forward for you. And let's see who the winner is. Bye-bye. Oh, and this will carry on until episode uh, 1005. So, see you there.